It's not about what you can or cannot do. It's all about what God can do through you. Amen. When our human abilities stop, that is where the supernatural takes place. The Holy Spirit will finish the assignment. You don't have to necessarily try to prepare yourself to to be all that you can be. You just have to be ready, willing, and available. Well, good morning and Merry Christmas, Saints. It's another day, another Wednesday. We are here with another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. I'm so happy to be here with you all the Wednesday before Christmas. I love Christmas so much. And I hope everyone has done all of their holiday shopping and is, you know, just are able to relax. I hope you're off work. Able to put up your feet, put on them cozy socks, watch them cheesy Lifetime movies. It's Christmas time, y'all. It's the season to do it. Um, Like we do every single week, I want to acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman, or organization in this case. I want to shout out the Black Neighborhood an organization out of my hometown, Richmond, California, tomorrow, December 23rd, they are doing their annual toy giveaway from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Um, if you are from Richmond, y'all know on McDonald Avenue, um, the Powell Center, 2200 McDonald Avenue, they are giving away toys from ages zero to 16, video games, dolls. I mean, everything that a child would want underneath their tree to pull and open up on Christmas morning. The black neighborhood is making that happen. So if you are interested in volunteering or donating toys, um, they are accepting toys um, today um, and hopefully early in in the morning of the 23rd. So for more information, uh, you can go to www.theblackneighborhood.org. I can tell you last year I volunteered uh, to serve the community and it was just amazing. It was a great turnout. Folks that came to serve and lend a hand. It was just beautiful. Meeting new people, seeing families grow. It was absolutely amazing. And so for more information, head over to theblackneighborhood.org. The new year is coming up. Y'all, we are running out of December days, okay? January is around the corner. And I know a lot of you may have topics that you want to hear on the um, next upcoming episodes of Create with Kendra as we enter into the new year. If that is you, head on over to www.un-associated.com. I had to write that out in my brain. Okay, yes. Um, and slash ask Kendra. So it's un-associated.com slash ask Kendra. And you can submit prayer requests. You can submit any topics of discussion you want to tackle. Um, I'll be 
I'm always happy to read them and to engage with you all the listeners because you are a part of this show. You are a special part of this show. And so I want to hear from you. And if that's you, if you have a topic of discussion, any burning questions you want answered here on the mic, head on over to www.un-associated.com for more slash Kendra. Ooh, Lord Jesus, for more information. All right, y'all, I want to dive right into what we're going to be talking about today. It's going to be a lot less of what Kendra thinks, and we are going to open up the word of God and do somewhat of a Bible study, right? Uh, Today, I know Christmas is coming up and everything, and people have their own perspective of what Christmas is. You know, folks talk about Santa and they do the, what else folks be doing? I don't know. I mean, I do know, but y'all know what I'm talking about. There's Christmas and opening presents and the tree and the food. You know, there's a lot of celebratory aspects of Christmas. But today I want for us to be reminded of, one, what Christmas really is about. Um, Two, um, I want to talk about Mary. Mary was a very important part of why we celebrate Christmas. And then the third thing I want to talk about is the celebration of Christ in his coming. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited. So y'all go on and grab your Bibles, open up your YouVersion app, your Bible app, whatever you want to Google the scripture. We're going to dive into the word of God right now. Okay, so let's head on over to Luke. Luke is in the New Testament. Uh, Luke chapter one. We're going to read verse 26. Starting at. Yeah, chapter one, starting at um, verse 26, probably down to verse 45. This is this is it's the reason why I'm doing so many scriptures is because it's juicy. (laughs) I'm telling you, the Bible is full of just great knowledge, great history, and it's it's good. Um, so we're gonna stop in between and talk about the scripture, but let's do it. Um, before we start, um, I want to pray. So, Father God in heaven, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you for what your word means to us, and that is the living word. God, we thank you so much for sending your son to die. We're able to celebrate a season of his coming, him coming lowly, him coming meek, him coming humble, not blazing, not in a a loud fashion, but he came the way you intended. God, I pray that you're glorified through this episode, that someone is able to hear what they need to hear and bring out from what is going to be learned through your Holy Scripture. God, I pray that I decrease as your spirit increase and that your spirit speaks in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, y'all, let's go. Luke chapter one, verse 26. Y'all got it? Y'all should have it. Cool, cool, cool. cool. All right, we're gonna go, um, let me see. I am reading, for those that want to know and follow along, the NIV version, which is the New International Version. God knows I need my glasses. Y'all, I can't see. This is a problem. Um, but that's all right. 
we going to do it. So Luke chapter one, verse 26, and it, and it reads in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Amen. We're going to keep going uh, at verse 29 right now. And it says, Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, verse 33. And he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Verse 34, Mary said, how will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin. Look, <laughs> 35, it says, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the most high will overshadow you for the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Hallelujah. We're going to stop right there and we are going to go through the scripture and pull out the juiciness. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. So just a little background information for folks who don't know. Elizabeth, this is the historian in me. Elizabeth is Mary's older cousin. Okay. Elizabeth is Mary's older cousin. Um, and not only she's her older cousin, but she's actually old in age. Um, old with meaning like she's past childbearing age. That's how old she is, right? Elizabeth was known as the woman that was barren, a woman that cannot give birth because of whatever reasons, right? So she had trouble getting giving birth, but now she's six months pregnant. Um, and not only is she six months pregnant, but Elizabeth is pregnant with John the Baptist in her belly. Isn't that cool? <laughs> that's 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 just so cool. She's pregnant with John the Baptist, who is Jesus's cousin, right? Look, see the family tree? Boom. Now, in her pregnancy, Mary doesn't know that she's going to be utilized as the vessel to bring the king of kings into the earth that is huge already so what i want to go i want to go back to um verse let's go to verse th- um let's see 28 so the angel of the lord comes to Mary and check this out. Mary, historians say Mary's between the age of 13 and 16. So you got a young teenage girl, right? An angel appears to her. I mean, I couldn't even imagine how grand an angel. Imagine a young 13, 14, 15, 16 year old girl. And she's approached by an angel of the Lord. And it said, you have found favor with God. 
Hold up, G. Hold up, hold up, God. Um, what's going on? What do you mean I found favor with God? To what extent? To what capacity? What's about to go down? I couldn't even imagine the questions and the the fear that Mary experienced being approached by an angel, right? It's never happened to me. I don't know if it's happened to you before. But Mary, it says in verse 29, that Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered, what kind of greeting is this? And then the angel began to tell her, don't be afraid. Verse uh, 32 says, um, 31 says, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. 32 says, he will be great and will be called the son of the most high and the Lord will give him the throne of his father, David. So this angel is telling Mary, an ordinary teenage girl, you're going to give birth to the son of God. You're going to give birth to a son that is attached to royal lineage. And Mary is like, who am I? How is this even possible? How is this even possible? Verse 33 says, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will be no, there will be no end. Mary, essentially the angel is saying to her, you're going to give birth to the savior of the world. Too much. Talking about an information overload. Talking about what do you mean? And, and Mary, is, Mary says in verse 34, how will this be? And Mary asks the angel, since I am a virgin, how will this be that I'm giving birth to the savior of the world? And I don't come from a rich family. How will this be that I'm giving birth to the savior of the world? And I've never been a part of something so huge. How is, would it be? Angel, please clear it up for me. Then I'm going to give birth to the savior of the world, right? And I'm a virgin. What I love about God is that God does God things. And when I say that he does the miraculous, what we think is impossible, what we think is wild or beyond our imagination or can't happen at all. God performs his best in situations that are unheard of. His absolute best. And I want to focus really on who Mary is. And what she has to carry, literally. And her thoughts, and her feelings, and her emotions. When she's approached by an angel. Troubled by this greeting. Wondering, how this gonna happen? Just wondering, how is this gonna happen? The answer is in 35, 
and I bless God. This is amazing. It says, and the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. Mary knew that this situation after it was all laid out, after it was all explained, this is bigger than me. <laughs> this is, it's, it's above me now. Imagine that. But what I love about what God does when we are troubled, when we are wondering why and how is this going to happen? How am I going to give birth to such a great assignment, to such a great deal that I don't even, I don't even think I have the, the capacity or capability to do? How is this going to happen? But the angel of the Lord that was sent by God not only gave her the instructions, not only told her what was going to happen, but comforted her. And in 35, it says, the, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Mary knew that the situation was bigger than her. She did. But when God assigns you, in this case, when God assigned her such a great task, it wasn't about Mary. It wasn't about was she good enough. It wasn't about was she strong enough or smart enough or had the the know-how. It was that she was available. It was that she was pure. It was that she was willing. And that she said yes. God already knew. And God doesn't always use the big and the flashy and the the folks that have their names and lights. We can look at the Bible, how God uses the lowly, the meek. He uses young people. He uses teens and adults and even those that are older and counted out like Elizabeth was. People around town was like, she can't handle baby. She's barren. She's way past childbearing age. Too bad for her. But God even used her to carry a mighty man of God inside of her. So we have to understand that the great assignment of God, whoever he allows or says, I'm going to use you to carry this, it's not about what you can or cannot do. It's all about what God can do through you. Amen. When our human abilities stop, that is where the supernatural takes place. The Holy Spirit will finish the assignment. You don't have to necessarily try to prepare yourself to to be all that you can be. You just have to be ready, willing, and available. And that was Mary, ready, willing and available, even though she was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. (laughs) What's going on? 
how am I going to do this? But the comfort of the Holy Ghost, ooh, the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And this is why it's so important to have the Holy Spirit. I, I've been talking about it, y'all. Y'all been keeping up? Talking about the power of the Holy Spirit and how God will use his spirit to, to, to carry you through the assignment. And what a beautiful assignment it was. God's strength is made perfect in our weakness. Why use the biggest and the strongest and the most proud and the flashiest person when they would say, hey, this is all me. I did it. I'm, I'm, I'm the greatest. I'm the latest and the greatest. He uses the lowest, the meek. And even in our weakness, God, that's where God is able to show how strong he is in our weakness in our lowliness and in our yes, in our submission. And what a beautiful thing it was. Let's keep reading. I want to go from um, 36, uh, verse 36. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who said was unable to conceive is in her sixth month. Verse 37 says, for no word from God will ever fail. I love first 37 because I, I really feel like that's that's <laughs> that's God's flexing right there. There is no word that leaves God's that leaves God and falls to the floor dead. Every word he speaks Everything he speaks, it has to come to pass. It does. And the fact that God spoke to Elizabeth in her situation, when folks counted her out, and it was it was a shameful thing not to be able to bear children. And hey, sometimes, look, we can be honest, it's, it's you know, women all the, you know, now are still being shamed for being barren or unable to have children, or you don't have children at a certain age, or if you're not married at a certain age, women be, we get judged a lot for where we are in life and the things that we have and don't have. And it was the same thing in Luke chapter one, Elizabeth was judged for not having children earlier. Or even thinking everyone thought she was barren. But God. That's what I love. I love a good God flex. <laughs> when people say that you can't. When people count you out. When they say that you don't have the ability or capability to do whatever it is. When there's a but God. Your story ain't done. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 37, for no word from God will ever fail. We're going to keep reading. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. I love that. You better say it, Mary. Yes. At this point, Mary has realized what the deal is. 
and has accepted the fact that I am, yes, I am the Lord's servant and God is going to use me for this assignment. When God gives you something to do, when God assigns a calling on your life and you know it's him and he's speaking to you clearly, stand in it. Stand strong and firm in the word of God. Amen. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me. At the time, Mary got ready and and hurried into into a town in the hill country of of Judea. So at this time, Mary received her word, y'all, right? She received her word. Now she packed up all her stuff and she's going to go and stay with Elizabeth for a couple months. And I was reading this. I was like, dang girl, you staying there for how long? She stayed because little guests after three days, like fish gets bad. Gotta go. But this ain't that case. <laughs> this is the Lord's doing. So Mary is staying with her cousin, Elizabeth, who is pregnant with John the Baptist, right? It's just getting so good. I'm so excited. So let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see. Verse 41, um, it says, When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, so Mary is at the door. She's 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 knocking, she's she's here, she's at Elizabeth's house. When when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth f- was filled with the Holy Spirit. What a miracle. Y'all missed it. When Mary, pregnant with Jesus, at let, let me walk through this. So Mary gets to her house after receiving that word, and the presence of the Holy Spirit just being in close proximity of each other. John is having a whole praise party in his mama's belly. It says that Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And in a loud voice, she exclaimed, blessed are you among women and blessed is the child that you will bear. But why am I so favored that, that the mother of the, of my Lord shall come to me. This is Elizabeth talking to Mary. And verse 44 says, Then soon, as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, my baby in my womb to leap for joy. Amen. That is such a blessing. Mary, a lowly, humble servant of God young girl Mary wasn't grown and had her stuff together she was young y'all engaged to be married so how uh, and we're not even gonna go this go into chapter two but just imagine that she has a lot going on she gets approached by an angel saying, you're going to carry the Messiah the Savior of the world the great I am the king of kings the Lord of Lords the the son of David He's going to save the whole world. He's going to save you. 
and you engaged to be married to Joseph. You ain't told him that you pregnant yet. <laughs> but yet and still, she trusted the Lord in his word. She trusted the Lord in his word. And I thank God for this example of what it means to say yes to him. Now, this more this miracle will never be performed again. <laughs> and I don't know how close we will ever get to a miracle like this. But I'll say again, but I'll say this. The example of Mary and who she is. And even Elizabeth. Two women, name not in lights, right? But thousands of years later, we're able to sit here and talk about them today. And when I read this a few days ago, what I loved about Mary is that she gave a song of praise to the Lord. Um, And if you go to, let me see. I want to pull it up for you all. Um, If you go to verse 46 through 56, she begins to glorify the Lord in a song saying that I am, I'm blessed and that people are going to be talking about this from generations on generations and generations to come. What a blessing it is to, to carry the Messiah. What a blessing it is to have a savior come so lowly because, and I appreciate the way that Jesus came because if he came riding on horses, if he came into this, this, this huge, you know, lavish, you know, birth with castles and maids and servants and gold and, and cashmere. And if he came that way, then a lot of us wouldn't be able to relate to who he is in the flesh. But the fact that he came the lowest, born in a manger, in a a stable, in a manger, she didn't even get no prenatal vitamins. Look, I'm just making this stuff up. Let me stop. <laughs> but he came so lowly. He came so humble. In the way that he walked this earth and the things that he did and the way that he lived and the way that he served, all people are able to relate to that. Because when he came, He came for me. He came for you. And not just, you know, we're all a part of this, of this story. Mary is the one who delivered him into the world. And we are here to do the work for the kingdom. Because Jesus is coming back soon. 
everything that the Lord said he would do, he did. Jesus came. That was his promise. And it happened. Jesus died. And it happened. Jesus said that he would come back that in in and it's and it's going to happen saints but when he comes back will you be found doing his work will you be found doing the work of the father i hope that the perspective of mary the story of mary was a blessing to you all because it really encouraged my heart it really did you don't have to be born into a big name a big family a rich family you don't have to have it all together if you feel like why would God use me why would he use me for his plan and his purpose if that's what you think about yourself, then you're the one that God wants to use. You are. So I just hope and I pray that this was a sweet reminder of why we are celebrating Christmas. I hope and pray that this was something that we can that could be more fulfilling than a present than a tree because truly Jesus is the greatest gift he is all right y'all that is all i have for this week i i want to wish everyone a merry christmas and until next time, beautiful people, be blessed.